We have a great episode for you today. We are talking about the investor's advantage. More specifically, harnessing the power of step-up in basis. Well, you may be asking, what is a step-up in basis or what is just basis? We're going to explain all of that and the importance as to why you need to understand it and how it could be a strategy for leaving money behind for the next generation. Or it could be something that just helps you understand as you are inheriting uh, money that how it's going to be taxed, if it's going to be taxed. And and so it's a it's pretty simple, but uh, it's not talked about enough. And that's why we're talking about it. Yeah. So as you listen to this, you might have some specific questions that you're thinking, I need to understand how this will work for this would work for my specific situation. If you have that, go to our website, pomwealth.net, go to the top right hand corner, click on schedule call. Merce and I would, uh, either one of us would be glad to hop on a call. It's a complimentary call just to be able to answer your questions. We'd love to be able to do that. Feel free to take advantage of that. Before we get into this episode, though, we have a very quick disclosure. The information contained in this podcast is intended to provide general information only and not to be considered individualized advice. Different types of investments carry different levels of risk. As always, please contact your financial professional for advice appropriate to your situation. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. This is the place where high achieving professionals come to gain confidence on how to successfully navigate their transition into and life during retirement. There's no such thing as a passive retirement plan. To have a successful financial future, your plan must be actively managed. Each week, we will bring you action plans and expert interviews that will help you gain insights, learn fresh perspectives, and finally experience peace of mind about your retirement. Here to help you achieve your dream retirement and live the life you deserve are your hosts, certified financial planners, Raiden Stansel and Merce Tariq. Welcome to Secure Your Retirement Podcast. Today, we are talking about a topic that is one of those things that you don't have to deal with, but maybe once or twice in life. And that is this idea of a step up in basis. Now, to give us a little bit of a setting here, in order for this to really be something that you would be talking about, well, I guess it could be a couple of different ways. One is you might be talking about it from the perspective of, I just inherited a piece of property. I just inherited a stock. The other one could be, I own something that's highly appreciated and I would like to be able to get tax efficiency on it. And so we're going to kind of really talk through the whole concept here, how we come up with what is basis, what does basis mean? Um, and then how do we do the calculation? So I think, Mercy, if you want, can you just kind of give us a little bit of an idea here just so we understand what we're talking about? Like, what is basis? Yeah. So basis is, a, I guess, a tax term that the IRS and I, you know, tax people out there just assume everyone understands what that word is. So I'm going to explain it for you pretty simply here. Basis is your original uh, investment into something. So let's say you buy a stock, you buy one stock, and that stock is $100 for that one stock. It's $100 a share. Um, and so that is your original investment into the stock. How much that stock grows or goes down, your gain or your loss is going to be calculated against your original investment or your basis into the investment. Uh, go to real estate. Um and say you buy a house for $300,000, that is your original basis into the investment. You bought it for X, and then when it comes time to sell, uh, whether it's gone up or down with property, typically we see that one going up over time. Uh, 
the the math is going to be what did it sell for minus what did you pay for it and also there's some nuances with real estate as far as capital improvements and things like that but just just to keep it simple what did it sell for and what did you pay for it what the difference is there is now being explained as your capital gain um and so understanding your basis i think is very important especially when we're talking about a step up in basis when it comes to inheritance issues like inheriting like raiden said stock or property uh understanding that while you are even before you inherit can become a, a big strategy for some. And we'll, we'll talk about some examples as to why step up in basis could be a strategy while you are living. Um, but that's, that's the high level of understanding basis. Once you understand that, then I think going understanding the step up is going to make a lot of sense. Yeah. I see. We, we have sometimes clients who have less, let's just stick with the property and it could be a stock as well, but let's just say that you are, um, you've got this piece of property. Let's say, make the math simple. I bought it for a hundred thousand dollars. I've owned it for a long time and now it's worth 500,000. That's a $400,000 gain. So sometimes a person might say, well, what if I gift this to my child? Well, if you gift it to them, they don't get a step up in basis. That basis carries over to them. And they then, if they sell it, will have to pay the taxes on that growth. If I don't give it to them as a gift, and then they inherit it, they don't pay any tax on that gain because they get to step up. So think about stepping up the stairs. I get to step up to the new basis, which is the value of the property, the value of the stock on the date of inheriting it. So go back. I got a $100,000 house. It's worth now $400,000. I get to now have $400,000 as my basis. So now if I inherit it and I got a $400,000 basis, I then hold it for one year and now it's worth 425,000. I have to pay tax on the 420, I mean on the 25, not on the 400. I hope that you are enjoying the show. By the way, if you are in or nearing retirement and are someone who wants to gain clarity on what questions you should be asking, learn what the biggest retirement myths are and identify what you could be doing to achieve peace of mind for your retirement, Get started today by requesting your complimentary video course, Four Steps to Secure Your Retirement. To access the course, simply visit pomwealth.net forward slash podcast. If you're new here or you haven't done this yet, this is definitely the first step to get started in applying these principles to your life. So head over to pomwealth.net forward slash podcast and check us out. Anything else on that, Merce, as far as just kind of talking that through? No, I think that that's a good example is the basis. So you could, you could, you own the house, you could sell it yourself and pay the capital gain to get the cash out of the investment. Or you could say, you know, I, we've been in this house, the kids want the house, so let's just hold it until we pass. And now the kids or the inheritors are going to get a nice tax advantage to where, where, you know, you would potentially pay a couple hundred thousand dollars of capital gains in this example. That's all going to be erased at your death as it uh, is inherited to the next next generation. Uh, the capital gains are erased and they're start, starting from now the what the fair market value is of 300,000. And say they decide to keep it. I think this is also important to understand. So the inheritance happens. We, you bought it for a hundred. Uh, inheritance happens. The basis now goes to 300,000. There are no capital gains in that moment. Now let's say the 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 kids decide to keep the house that they just inherited and they keep it for 10 years and now it's worth 500,000. 
uh, an important distinction here is there are now capital gains to deal with. Uh, the 300000 is the inheritance basis for the kids and has grown to five. So now they've got a $200,000 capital gain if they were to decide to uh, liquidate that investment. So it's not a it's not a fix it forever on taxes, but it is a a tremendous advantage if we think through it properly when when inheriting uh, or transferring assets. Another strategy that you know we hear from time to time from clients is on on stock, right? You know, let's say you bought a stock, and you know, a very popular one right now is Apple or Tesla or Nvidia, those ones, right? And you bought it, <clears throat> you bought it for very cheap, and it's done well for you. So maybe you put a hundred thousand in and with some of those stocks, they're probably worth five, six hundred, seven hundred thousand at this point. Let's just go with five hundred, right? So you put a hundred thousand dollars in and it's worth now five hundred thousand. And you say, Well, I don't really need this money. I maybe I'm receiving the dividends off of this stock, and that's plenty. That's all I need. Uh, and I feel kind of stuck because I can't I can't sell it without realizing a tremendous amount of capital gains. So you may say, as a portion of my strategy on my inheritance strategy, I'm going to say, hey, I believe in the first thing you got to do is believe in this company long, long term, because there is risk associated with holding a high level of highly appreciated stock in your portfolio. But let's say you believe in that company and you just let it ride and hopefully everything works out just fine. And now that your original $100,000 investment is now a million dollars when you pass away, you have, in all essence, evaded, not evaded is such a bad word in tax terms, but you've avoided, you avoided right? You've avoided the capital gains tax that you would have received if you liquidated any of that stock. And now it goes to them. And now they've got a million dollar basis of stock. So a real, it's, it could be a very nice uh, uh, wealth transfer type of strategy. There are pros and cons to it that you have to be aware of when it comes to that type of strategy, but we have seen it and it can work really well. Uh, if you if you believe in that stock for the very, very long term. Yeah. One thing I think about on a stock, if I've owned one for a really long time, some people do what's called dividend reinvesting. And if you do dividend reinvesting, that means every time you get a dividend, you're buying that stock again, but at a new price. So I might've started buying it when it was really, really you know low in price, say $50. And then every time I give a dividend, Maybe my next buy is at 55, my next one's at 60, my next one's at 65, and so forth and so on. If I liquidate that stock, I've got to look at what's my basis on each one of those buys so that I know how much capital gain I got to pay. The beautiful part is that if I did leave that stock behind and my children were to inherit it or whoever inherited it, they get a step up in basis. They don't have to worry about all those different trackings. It just goes to the current price. So if I leave it to them and now the price is $100, that now becomes their new basis. They just have to worry about it from that point. And, um, you know, there's a lot of times where it basically comes down to what is it that, how do we figure out what the basis is? Uh, what's the date of death? And it's pretty easy to look that up. Or if it's a piece of property, you, you might have to say, well, what would have been the appraised value at that time of death? Um, and then that's kind of what establishes. And the IRS is pretty easy to work with on that because it's, pretty mathematically sound as far as how that works. Um, anything at all, Merce, that you might think about that a person would consider on this um, uh, as far as whether to hold something just for the basis or maybe diversifying it because of risk? Yeah. So I think that's a conversation you should always be having with your uh, your financial professionals and the team that you work with because um, there there are going to be risks to holding one stock and maybe you bought it at 100000 
and maybe you're worth, let's just say a million, your total portfolio is a million bucks, right? And so that one stock is 10% of your total portfolio. Well, that may not seem too bad, but let's say that stock has a nice run and all of a sudden it's now worth 20, 30, 50% of your portfolio. Well, now you are, you are inherently increasing quite a bit of risk in your portfolio. Uh, and the, the saying of putting all my eggs in one basket, you're putting 50% of your eggs in one basket with the hope that this stock works well. Um, even if you don't need the money, no one, no one likes to see something go back that far, far. If we do have, you know, a tech issue or a 2008 type of issue or 2001 issues where there are significant declines in the market across the board. So you just have to evaluate that risk. Is this long-term strategy just to get the step up in basis actually worth it? Are we going to, is it going to stress us out? Is it, is it going to be a very risky plan or very risky complement to your own retirement plan? So those are things that you got to think it through because you could say, well, let me just start to diversify out. Yeah, I'll pay some taxes along the way, but now I have a much more sound investment strategy for the long term as well. And then you leave that money behind and that money will still get some step ups here and there, depending on, you know, where the basis was and where the gains were. So uh, just things to think about as far as how much risk you want to carry. All right. Well, if you listen to this and you're thinking, I've got a specific question, a specific thing I'd like to go over, feel free to go to our website, pomwealth.net, top right-hand corner. There's a button that says schedule call. We are glad to hop on a call with you and uh, talk through any of your particular situation and see what makes sense. But uh, we'd love to hear from you. So please take advantage of that if you'd like. Also, you can go to our blog page. There's a whole article written on this very topic as well. We hope you have a great week. We'll talk to you again next Monday. All right, everyone. That wraps up today's episode of the Secure Your Retirement podcast. If you found value in today's episode, we would love nothing more than for you to head on over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and a review. Be sure to take a screenshot of the review before you submit it, and we'll send you a special gift. Our book, Get Off the Retirement Roller Coaster. Just email morgan at pomwealth.net with a screenshot of the review to get your gift. Also, be sure to subscribe so you get notified of new episodes as they're released every week. And finally, please share our podcast with your favorite social network so more of your friends and family can benefit from this information. Always remember, you've worked hard to get where you are, and now you deserve to have a retirement that works hard for you.